It's the Covenant Courses podcast. This is Weston Brown, and currently we're in a study called Missional Essentials, which is based on a book of the same name by Brad Briscoe and Lance Ford. And on each episode of the podcast, I've been interviewing Brad Briscoe about uh, the content of this book, and we've just kind of been walking lesson by lesson through it. So today we're in chapter 11, uh, which is all about third spaces. And Brad's going to explain to us exactly what that is. But coming out of our last chapter, which was all about biblical hospitality, um, we just very naturally transition into considering the spaces that we inhabit. Um, Where are the places or the environments where you live your life on a daily basis? Um, So with that question in mind, let's get into today's conversation. Correct me if I'm wrong. That this idea of third spaces comes from the word, uh, uh, the world of sociology. Uh, but could you just unpack a little bit for us what what is this? Because this is probably not language most of us uh, know about. Yeah, I was first introduced to this by reading a book about thirty that, that was written thirty years ago. I read it about twenty years ago. But as you said, it was written by a sociologist. His name was Ray Oldenburg, and the book was called The Great Good Place. And the book by itself is just fascinating. It's about kind of how Oldenburg would argue that we've we've kind of sucked the relational vitality out of our neighborhoods. Um, for and there's several different forces that that have done that. But one of the things in the book is he coined this phrase. I remember the very first time I read this sentence out of that book. I remember thinking that would be a fantastic way to frame a missionary lifestyle. Like this would be a really helpful way to frame missionality or what does it look like to live like a missionary? And here's a little phrase that he he coined. He talks about our first, second, and third places. So for, for this sociologist, our first place is where we live. It's our home. Second place is where you work. And third places are places of neutrality or common ground where people used to go. In some cases, they still do, but they really used to go to hang out. So, you, you know, we would just refer to these as hangouts. So, um, you know, these are the, the, the pub, the coffee shop, the beauty parlor, the barber shop, the community center, the cafes. And it, I just remember when I first read that, just thinking, man, what a helpful way to frame all this stuff we're talking about, that I could be a missionary or, or ask myself, how could I think more like a missionary where I live, where I work and where I hang out? And we've talked a little bit about neighborhood. That's kind of our home and and the neighborhood in which we live. Workplace then just also has lots of opportunities. But I'm actually convinced this perhaps the single best place for us to engage relationally with other people are in these third spaces or third places. Mm -hmm. And I just think there's some advantages of third places because they are these places of, of neutrality or common ground where anyone can go and it, I just think it creates amazing relational opportunities. Uh, sometimes I'll say it like this, because more and more people are less and less interested in the programs and activities of the church, as missionary-minded people, we need to discover new places to connect with people relationally. And I'm just convinced third places provide that. Hmm. So what are some examples? I mean, you, you mentioned coffee shops. Uh, I mean, some of this kind of sounds like a like an old school village or what I, I think of as a village where their lives are more sort of integrated together. We are seeing each other on a daily basis on some level because there are sort of these public spaces. 
Um, do any of those kinds of things exist in your mind in America today? If so, what are they? Yeah. So here's one of the things I do. I try to make a little distinction between what I call typical third places and atypical third places. So typical third places are these these places that Oldenburg defines in this book. And it's funny um, that so the, I told you the book is called The Great Good Place. Here's the subtitle of the book. So it's called The Great Good Place. And the subtitle is cafes, coffee shops, community centers, beauty parlors, general stores, bars, hangouts and how they get you through the day. So I always have to read that because I think it's like the longest subtitle in book history. Yeah. Well, what's interesting is in the book, he gives these eight characteristics where he defines very specifically what a third place looks like. And for the most part, the third places he talks about in the book are all of those things I just listed in the subtitle. So I think it's really helpful to identify where are those coffee shops and cafes and beauty parlors and all of that. And, and I think then we need to like identify where those places are and engage those. But I think it's also helpful for us if we're, again, if we're gonna try to think more like a missionary is to think about other places that might not fit Oldenburg's perfect definition of a third place, like those listed in his subtitle. And I call these atypical third places. So the a good example for me would be the, like the local, the fitness center. So it's any place that you frequent or the grocery store or, or the target or whatever it might be. It's any place you, you go to frequently. Um, but we need to go there with intentionality. So it wouldn't fit his perfect definition, like the coffee shop where people go and they just go there to hang out. So like, I don't go to the fitness center to hang out or the YMCA to hang out, or I don't go, you know, to target to hang out. But if we look at these as, as social spaces, where if we're intentional and we go in there and we pay attention to the people that are working there, or we pay attention to the people we see there most of the time when we go, they can just create those relational opportunities. So I like to think about typical third places, the way Oldenburg defines it, but then also kind of broaden the box or the framework a little bit and think about atypical third places. So you're you're saying the being intentional in entering those spaces is primarily about looking for opportunities to establish and and build relationships with the people who are there. Is that is that right? Yeah, I would say the first thing we need to do is identify those places like where are they in our neighborhood and just really okay. think about it. And then secondly, incarnate into those places. So like try to try to go to those places on an ongoing basis. Uh, in in one sense, actually try to become a regular there. So there's some, just some real practical things we might need to do. It's like uh, sometimes I'll tell people, look, you know, do you, do you go to coffee shops? And a lot of times people go, oh, yeah, I have three. There's like three coffee shops I really enjoy. It's like, well, what if you stop going to two of those? Like pick one and just go to that same coffee shop every day. And then jokingly, I'll say, look, if you go through the drive through, it's not a third place. OK, you actually yeah. have to park your car and go inside. So just think about, so first thing we need to identify, where, where are those typical and atypical third places? Um, and then incarnate into those places. Like I say, kind of become a regular. And then once we do that, I think we just need to become very observant to what's going on there. And, and you know, if you go to the same place over and over again, you have the opportunity to get to know the people that work there. You know, if it's the barista at the coffee shop or the person that checks out. I mean, like our local grocery store that we go to the same place every time, we know everybody that works there. I mean, they they've worked there for a long time and, you know, they do the same checkout stands and all that kind of thing. So, yeah, we just have to be intentional. Uh, and uh, and like I say, I think there's just great opportunity there to for relational connections. Do you think there's value in uh, Christians 
seeking to establish new third spaces? Or should we just be looking for things that already exist? Well, no, I think uh, the other thing that I'll say a lot of times when we talk about third places, and in some cases, we actually need to become a place maker. Uh -huh. uh, now, I would say if you have a coffee shop in your community or a neighborhood, don't open a coffee shop. Go to the coffee shop that's there. But if you don't have a coffee shop, yes, maybe God is calling you to actually create space where the, you know, the, uh, or create an environment where these relationships can take place. And I think there's like this whole, there's a huge, uh, almost like spectrum here or continuum. Like it could be something super simple. Like maybe even in your neighborhood, you, you know, back when we were in Kansas city, uh, I built a fire pit out in our backyard. And so it created a space to where we can invite neighbors to just come on Saturday nights and gather around the fire, the fire pit. Well, for Oldenburg, that wouldn't fit his definition of a third place. But for us, it was kind of a t atypical third place because we just created a space where relationships could take place. So it might be on one end of the continuum, something super simple like that. But then on the other end of the continuum, maybe maybe God's asking you to open a business or a thrift store or, you know, a coffee shop. Maybe he's actually, you know, prompting you to open or create a third place where those relationships can can take place. So what are the third spaces in your neighborhood? As I think about my own, I mean, there's a couple coffee shops, there's a grocery store, uh, there's some restaurants and some of those things I frequent almost every day. Um, but are you being intentional when you frequent them? Are you taking uh, the opportunity to make conversation with the regulars? Are you um, getting to know the people that work there um, in a more intimate way? Um, all great things to be thinking about. And also that last piece, maybe, maybe the Lord's calling you to start something like this, um, even if it's very small, such as gathering people around a fire pit in the neighborhood. Um, is, is there something maybe God's calling you to do to establish these kinds of environments in the place where you live? All right, let's stop for today, and we will be back to wrap up this series next week. Hope you guys will join us then.